Welcome to the podcast of Medora Pentecostal Church. We are a growing community of believers committed to bringing hope and building lives. We pray today's message is a blessing to you. So great to be in the house of the Lord here this evening. Let's get our Bibles. We're going to the book of Psalms. Amen. The book of Psalms. Chapter 18. We've been teaching on the, the topic of teach my hands to war, teach my hands to war, and uh, dealing with spiritual warfare, dealing with uh, the battle. And sometimes the battle becomes so intense, so long that the soldier can get weary. And so tonight I'm going to be teaching our third lesson on strength for the weary warrior. Strength for the weary warrior. Psalm 18:31 For who is God save the Lord, who is a rock save our God? It is God that girdeth me with strength and maketh my way perfect. He maketh my feet like hinds feet. He sets me upon my high places. And teacheth my hands to war, so that a bow of steel is broken by my arms. Then Ephesians chapter 6 and verse number 10. Ephesians 6 and 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Amen. Our assignment tonight is simply strength for the weary warrior. Amen. Heavenly Father, we come before you this evening. I'm praying, God, that you would help us. Help us, Lord Jesus, to speak uh, words of encouragement, words of strength, words of hope. God, for those, Lord Jesus, that uh, are just simply weary, worn out from the battle. God, you you did not call us, Lord Jesus, to that weariness. God, but you've called us to strength. You've called us, Lord, to encouragement today. And we're going to give you the praise for it all in Jesus' mighty name. Somebody say amen. God bless you. You can be seated. Praise God. Amen. We're, 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 we got a lot out tonight, don't we? Maybe a lot of weary folks tonight. <laughs> I know we have some out of town for travel, but... Uh, Amen. So good to see your smiling face tonight. So good to see you in the house of the Lord. According to the, the field manual number 22-51, Leader's Manual for Combat Stress Control, that battle fatigue is the approved U.S. Army term AR-40-216 for combat symptoms, stress symptoms, and reactions which... Number one, feel unpleasant. Number two, interfere with mission performance. And they are best treated with reassurance, rest, replenishment, and activities that restore confidence. Reassurance, rest, replenishment, and activities that restore confidence. I thought that's pretty good. 
that sometimes we just need to be reassured God is in control. Paul put it like this, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me, who strengtheneth me. They say that there are four major contributing factors which cause battle fatigue. They are sudden exposure to war, accumulative exposure to war, physical stressors and stress symptoms are problems on the home front. There are some times when you're battling spiritual battles and things blow up over here. Back at home, you got issues or you're battling a, a spiritual front and then all of a sudden you got a car that breaks down or an accident that happens. Y'all, anybody ever been there? Refrigerator goes down. A dog eats the cat. There's all kinds of stressors that come into life. But the Word of God warns us to be careful According to Hebrews 12 and 3, be careful lest we be wearied and faint in our minds. Lest we be weary and faint in our minds. If you're coming with tonight some looking for a profound statement about being weary, I just want to make this, this, this sure and clear statement. God is our rest. The Holy Ghost is our rest. God's Word is our rest. He is our Sabbath rest. And sometimes you just simply have to fall into Him and just trust that He's got this, that when you're in the battle and you've fought until your hands cannot stand up anymore, until you just feel weak in your knees, you have to turn to Him. Amen. We find that weariness is, is a time that the devil likes to attack us or the enemy likes to attack us. Uh, an example of that is in 2 Samuel 17 and 2 where uh, Absalom's forces came against David when he was weary. It says, I will come upon him while he's weary and weak-handed and I will make him afraid and the people that are with him shall flee and I will smite the king only. This is Satan's papa propaganda. This is his lies. I'm going to wait till you're going to be weary and then I'm going to come after you. Well, go ahead, get weary because I'm going to stand in my strength, not my personal strength. Amen. Right now, there's, there's some of us that are, 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 are dealing with things and dealing with situations and dealing with problems and, and we don't have the strength to do it. Don't have the strength to take another step, it seems like. And I can't face one more thing, one more issue. Amen. But I want to tell you today there is hope and there is strength for the weary soldier. The psalmist said in 6 and 6 of Psalms, he said, I am weary with my groaning. I'm weary with my groaning. Can I just tell you that sometimes we look at Scripture and we, we take a uh, a, a church language or church ease or Christianese language. You know, we read scriptures like, uh, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. And we're never to uh, be honest with ourselves and say, you know what, I'm tired. I'm wore out. 
Amen. Because you can get to the point in your head and in your spirit where you're not really facing the true issue. You can stand up like like years ago, there was a, 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 a some folks that we knew got into this uh, name it, grab it, blab it kind of mentality where, you know, I'm, I'm confessing this. And I believe you ought to confess in faith. I believe you ought to be very upbeat. And I believe you ought to be full of, uh, of, of, of reality and what the Lord has. But there, there, were, there was these two guys were going down the road. And I don't know why they didn't tie it down, but they had one that was holding on to a ladder in the back of a truck. And one was driving. And they're going down the interstate in Memphis. And something happened, a gust of wind or something, and knocks the ladder and the guy holding it out of the pickup. And so he's got all this in his head, and he jumps up and said, I don't accept this in Jesus' name. Well, dude, you just fell out of a truck. Accept it. There's sometimes you just get real with yourself, and it doesn't mean that your, your life is over and that you have no faith and, and you have no joy, and you just look at your situation, not going to bury my head in the sand Amen. Can I tell you it's okay to be honest and confront where you are? And then go back. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. I'm tired right now. I'm weary right now. I'm dealing with some frustrating things right now. I'm dealing with some really hard issues right now. But underneath are the everlasting arms. But have you ever been like, like the psalmist that said, I'm weary with my groaning? I said, all night I make my, my bed to swim and, and water my couch with my tears. Well, I thought Psalms supposed to be upbeat and, and exciting. And yeah, he said in 69 and 3, I'm weary of my crying. My throat is dry. My eyes fell while I wait for my God. While I wait for my God. So there can be a weary warrior. There can be weary warriors. They were throughout the scripture. Throughout scripture, you will find that there were those that got uh, battle fatigued, but they continued on no matter what. Amen. Because they knew that their strength was coming for the Lord. Battlefield intelligence, let's look at point number two, the source of our strength. Battlefield intelligence reveals a systematic method and an intense and intentional attack against your strength. You realize that there is a place where the Bible says that the enemy come to frustrate and to wear a wear out the saints of the most high. God God wants us to give us strength. The devil wants to pull it away from us. And I want to tell you today, every one of you, listen here, you're stronger than you think you are. You are stronger than you think you are. Pastor, I can't deal with one more thing. I can't handle one more issue. Now, I'm talking to every one of us. I can almost go down from person to person that, that I've had conversations with or text message with. It's, it's like, well, here's something else. The Lord is my strength. Amen. You will always, something to know is that you will always experience the source of your strength before you experience the force of the strength. You experience the source 
of your strength before you experience the force of the strength. The fact of the matter is the amount of strength is irrelevant because just one touch from the true source will get us through. We need strength. We need to be plugged into something. James Hastings eloquently stated, whether we can or cannot demonstrate metaphysically the antecedent possibility of miracles, whether we can or cannot prove historically the fact of the resurrection, whether it be true or not that Christianity contains no new moral precept, this one fact remains incontrovertible and on any other hypothesis inexplicable that Christianity, Christianity has been and is a moral power that it has changed and is changing the moral tone of human race, that in spite of the apathy and inconsistency of many of those who bear the, the Christian name, it gives a new motive to doing our duty and supplies the lacking energy to our weak and struggling souls. The great testimony that you have tonight is that you get up and you go. When others give in and quit. Why? Because there is a source of our strength is stronger than anything that we may face. Finally, my brethren, be strong in your own mind. Be strong in your own ability. Be strong in your knowledge. No, it says be strong in the Lord. Amen. Be strong. It comes from two words which means to empower and enable. To empower or enable. To increase or to make strong. Be made strong in the Lord. Increase in the Lord. Our strength comes from that fixed position of the Lord. So we shut off other sources of, of, of fake strength. Amen. Because our strength has got to come from the Lord unless it doesn't come from the Lord. If, it, if our strength doesn't come from Him, then the battle is lost. The amount of strength, amen, it comes from Him. You just need a little touch. Just a little touch. As we've said, Philippians 4, 13, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Amen. We find that Abraham was an example. Is that he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith. Strong in faith. Giving glory to God. Hallelujah. Hebrews 11 and 34 speaks about those heroes of faith that quench the violence of fire, escape the edge of the sword. Out of weakness, we're made strong. Out of weakness, we're made strong. Hallelujah. At our weakest point, God is able to reach in and pull us with his strength. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord for that. Thank the Lord for that. In 1 Timothy 1 and 12, it says, I, I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who hath enabled me. He hath enabled me. Amen. That he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. He is the enabler. I want to tell you, there are some times that you just like to just walk and you feel like I'm just going to leave it all. I'm going to walk away. But all of a sudden, there's an enabling power of God that says, come on, make one more step. Come on, one more day. Come on, you make it one more day because 
the, the fatigue you feel is momentarily. It's not for the rest of your days. It's for a moment. <laughs> if we're going to enter into the promise, we follow the example of the children of Israel and what the Lord told them in Deuteronomy 11 and 8, be strong and go in and possess the land. In Deuteronomy 31 and 6, be strong and of a good courage. Fear not and be not a, uh, nor be afraid of them for the Lord thy God, he it is that goeth with thee. Amen. Be strong and of a good courage. Joshua 1 and 9. Joshua 1 and 9. Again, if you're going into the promise, you're going to trust in his strength. Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be dismayed. For the Lord said, I'm going with you. I'm going with you. I'm going to be with you in the fire, in the fight, in the issue, in the situation. I need your strength today. Let's look at number three. It's our weakness that reveals sometimes his strength. It is our weakness. And oh, thank God for that. Somebody say thank God for that. When you feel inadequate, when you feel insignificant, when you feel like your efforts are in vain, let me just tell you, that's at those moments the Lord said, I'm going to come along and I'm going to give you strength. When you feel depleted and you feel as if there is nothing left inside of you, you are at a great position. Somebody say, I'm at a good position right now. I am at a good position. Amen. 2 Corinthians 12 and 9. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Hallelujah. Anybody just want to claim that tonight? Anybody just want to claim that tonight? My strength, the Lord said, is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, would I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Paul said, this is what the Lord told me. I wanted to get rid of the, uh, uh, of the thorn in my flesh. I wanted to get rid of these things that beset me. And the Lord reminded him, said, my strength is made perfect in your weakness, in your issues, in your situation where you don't feel very strong. So Paul said, I've learned to find, do you know that strength? Have you ever felt that surge when you are at the last moment and you feel as if you couldn't go another day? Amen. You, but you felt something hit you. It is the strength of the Lord that said, rise up, daughter. Rise up, son. I'm with you. I said I'd never leave you or forsake you. I'm going to be with you always. In your weakness, he said, his strength was going to be there. And it's made perfect in your weakness. It's come to maturity in your weakness. Psalm 31 and 10, the psalmist said, For my life is spent with grief, my years with sighing, my strength faileth me because of my iniquities, and my bones are consumed. There are moments where you feel as if you can't go on. But let me just tell you, weary warrior, strength is there. Strength is there. Look, look at the statement in 1 Corinthians 16 and 13. Watch ye, stand fast in the faith, quit you like men, be strong. 
Watch ye, stand fast in the faith, quit you like men, and be strong. What are you standing fast in tonight? What is it that you're standing fast in? Your ability to figure things out, organize, put it in order. Are you standing fast in that? Uh, am I standing fast in my talent in some kind of program or some kind of organization, some kind of government issues? Uh, uh, am I standing fast in just a heritage or position? Or am I going to stand fast in the faith? Faith. God, you got this. God, I don't understand, but you got this. Lord, I wish I had all the answers, but you got this. The statement says, watch ye, stand fast in the faith. Watch ye. It means be vigilant, be alert, be awakened, realize, hey, alarm going off. Watch ye, stand fast. That is to persevere. It denotes an upright and active position. I'm standing fast. Again, not in my talent, not in my ability, but in faith, in a persuasion that is beyond my feeling, in a conviction that is beyond the, 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 the present thing that I see before me, in a belief and in a, in, a, in a faith that says, God, you got this. I don't, but you got this. I can't handle it, but you got this. I don't understand it, but you got this. I'm talking to somebody tonight. You need to hear the words, amen, of your pastor today that says, he stand fast not in what the doctor says not in what the issue says no matter what the financial problem no matter what the weariness that is coming just stand fast in your faith and it said quit you like men that means just 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 act manly there's a difference between surrender and quitting Okay, sometimes we got to surrender our will to God. We surrender our heart to God. We surrender our life to God. We surrender where we are to God. That's giving over to him, but it's not quitting. It's not just, I give up. Amen. So we need to be strong in our faith. All right, let's, let's look at point number four, having strength for the war. Amen. We see in our, our nation, you know, sometimes I think something we forget. We're still at war in our nation. We still have soldiers in Afghanistan. We still have soldiers in Iran and, and battle that faces them and, and other points of the, of the world. Now that the, the, the enemies that we face as our nation are so sinister, they don't wear a certain national color. They don't have a... a, 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 a military garb that you can look at it or wear or put a flag on their arm that you look at and say, that's the enemy. I think that's indicative of how the enemy attacks the church today. He comes in it in just so many forms and fashions to try to rob us and try to defeat us. So spiritual warfare today, today re requires a high level of readiness and strength. Because when you get up in the morning, the enemy's there. So you need to know that you're ready for that battle. Let's go to our, our original text and talk about that just for a little bit. Psalm 18, 29. 
For by thee, say that with me, for by thee I have run through a troop. Anybody remember that sound? All the young folks are going, uh-huh. and some older ones are going, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, remember the six million dollar man? You know, so strong and so fast, and every time he run, they had to make him in in slow motion because he was running so fast, and then they had the music behind going. He wasn't running in his own strength. He was running in the strength of the scientists and doctors that gave him super ability to run 50, 60 miles an hour. You know what? You can run in the strength of the Lord. And when the enemy comes in, I want you to do that. Even going slow motion. <laughs> For by thee, by thee, I have run through a troop. For by my God have I leaped over the wall. For by thee, I got up this morning, brushed my teeth, combed my hair, put my clothes on, faced my day, for by thee. Sometimes that's a victory you need to take into consideration. (laughs) For by thee I got up today, and by my God I went to work. I dealt with old Sally Crazy, Billy Weird. But by my God I leaped over a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. He knows where he's taking me. And as for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust in him. For who is God save the Lord? Who is a rock save our God? Then verse 32, it is God that girdeth me with strength. It is God. I got through this today. I wasn't expecting this, but I got through this today. I I, I didn't know I was going to face this challenge and this issue, but I got through it. Come through it. Somebody say, I come through it. It is God that girdeth me with strength, and he maketh my way perfect. He maketh my way perfect, not me making my way perfect. Perfect. 33, he maketh my feet like hinds feet. He setteth me upon my high places. He teaches my hands to war. Whatever we learn from this series, God, you get the glory. Lord, you are the one that sets my hand on the bow of steel and that I can break it, amen, with my arms. Lord, you are. You are the armor that I put on. You are the truth that I put on. You are the shield that I put on. Lord, you are the strength that I put on. The humanist says be strong in self. The pantheist says be strong in nature. Christian scientist says be strong in your mind. The atheist says be strong in nothing. The transcendental meditationist says be strong in your thinking. The Bible says be strong in the Lord. strong in the Lord and the power of his might the word power there is is an interesting Greek word karatos 
which means vigor, dominion, strength. Vigor, dominion, and strength. And the power of his might, that is ability. Be strong in the dominion of his ability. Wow, not mine. Ephesians 1.19 says, And what is that exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power? I like what the Amplified Bible puts of this and he says, In conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Be empowered through your union with him. Draw your strength from him. The strength which is boundless and the might that he provides. It's boundless. It's endless. Hallelujah. I I, 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 I know that sometimes you feel drained, but you're not. One of my favorite scriptures is is where we're going in point number five. Isaiah 35, verse 3. Strengthen ye the weak hands. Confirm the feeble knees. Say to them that are of a fearful heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, even God with a recompense. He will come and save you. Somebody say amen. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, the ears of death shall be unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap as a heart and the tongue of the dumb sing. And in the wilderness shall waters break out and streams of the deserts. And the parched ground shall become a pool and the thirsty land springs of water and the inhabitants of dragons where each lay shall be grass with reeds and rushes. And a highway shall be there, a way, and it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for those, for those the wayfaring man Though food shall not err therein, the lion shall be there. No lion, rather, shall be there, nor any ravenous beast shall go up uh, thereon. It shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. The way of holiness is not just about sleeve length. Somebody say amen. It is about the place of God's strength. God's strength. Then it said, And the ransom and the, uh, of the Lord shall return and come to Zion. Amen. With songs and everlasting joy shall be upon their heads, and they shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Hallelujah. Come on and praise him right here, right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you, Lord, for that. Then this familiar passage in Isaiah 40 and 28, hast thou not known Hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? I might faint, but he doesn't. I might get weary, but he doesn't. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increases strength. Grant it, Lord, in this place tonight. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utter, utterly fall. But they, 
that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I claim that in Jesus' name. I accept that for me today. Praise God. In that passage, there are three different types of renewal. Three different types of renewal. Amen. He said to be renewed in our strength. That means to grow, to increase, to, to, to pass through or to pass on through. First of all is wings of eagles. They're going to soar on wings of eagles. Soaring on wings of eagles, I believe, talks, talks about soaring above realms of darkness, overcoming Getting above it all. Getting above it all. They say that an eagle has uh, uh, two different eyelids on its eyes. And it can look at the sun and flip down its sunglasses in its eyes. And can stare straight at the sun. And he'll, if, if, if a, another bird gets after him, he'll just look at the sun and just fly towards the sun. Other birds don't have that vision. They can't see it. It blinds them. And so he'll just keep on going higher and higher and higher until they can't hang with him. The devil can't hang with you if you'll just simply go towards the Lord. Just keep going towards him every day. Keep looking at him. Take on wings of eagles, uh, having the ability to soar above the storm. That's what they do when a hurricane comes. They, they don't have to fly in it because they're going to fly above it. They're going to get higher above it. Amen. That means when you are being renewed like, like the wings of an eagle, you're going to have fresh vision. You're going to see things that you don't normally see. In that moment when you need strength, you can soar. Hallelujah. Overcome. That's one type of renewal. The other is run and not be weary. Sometimes you get strength when you are away from the storm, above the storm, outside of the storm. Then it says you're going to run. That's close to the action. You're close to the action but you are not weary. Amen. Run and not be weary. Then walk and not faint. It's interesting to me that the highest form of strength and renewal is walking and not fainting. It's the highest form. When your hopes have been consistently dashed against the cliffs of despair, your gait may move slow, but still yet renewal is yours. You may not be coming to church and shouting and swinging from the chandeliers and bouncing off the walls, but you can come and still rejoice. You may not be moving fast and people say, man, surely you ought to be shouting by now. That was, a, that was an issue in your life a long time ago. Well, I want to tell you what, now I can only walk. Sometimes I soar. Sometimes I'm going to run, but there are sometimes I'm just walking. Don't, 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 don't look at, at me strange because you think I ought to be soaring. I'm just walking. But at least I'm walking. At least I'm walking. Praise the Lord. The psalmist said in 2713, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. He said, so wait on the Lord and be of good courage, and he strengthened thy heart. There's sometimes you just, when you feel absolutely nothing you just wait 
Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. You just wait. In promising us the outpouring of the Holy Spirit prophetically given to us in Isaiah 28 and 12, he says, to whom he said, this is the rest wherewith ye may cause the weary to rest. And this is the refreshing, yet they wouldn't hear. I want to tell you that the baptism of the Holy Spirit is the refreshing, the refreshing that will give you strength. There are sometimes just get in his presence. Whether you speak in tongues or you don't, that, that's not necessarily the issue here. Sometimes you will, and that's where your strength comes. We know that scripture so well where Paul said in Galatians 6 and 9, let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. What is he saying there is that it's temporary. The weariness is temporary. I know it feels like sometimes it's forever. It's temporary. How many of you have gone through seasons and your, your mind was just absolutely discombobulated? You maybe appeared to everybody else like got it all together and everything's good, but your head was going. I got my hands up. I got both hands up. There have been times that I've preached messages on faith and, and belief and God's got this and, and I'm holding on by a thread. But he's never failed to come through because that thread then turns into a rock and turns into something I hold on to in the Lord good I want to give you in conclusion tonight 11 reminders of strength for the battle weary veteran 11 reminders if you have to turn your paper over that's fine Each of these are taken from strength, the scripture. Number one, Psalm 73, 26. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Sister Hannah, I did not give you these in the, in the notes. Can you put that up for us? I'm going to take a little time, Psalm 73, 26. Number one, God is the strength of my heart. My heart is failing, but he's the strength. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I like to look at Deuteronomy 33:27. Deuteronomy 33:27 for number 2. Deuteronomy 33:27. Praise God. The soprano is singing tonight. That's our soprano in about mm, you know 12 13 years. Praise God. All right, Deuteronomy. Got it. Number number 2. The everlasting God is your refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms. Underneath are the everlasting arms. When you got nothing else to stand on, stand on him. 
All right. First Samuel 40, uh, first Samuel 17, 47. First Samuel 17, 47. Is number three. Somebody say the battle belongs to the Lord. The battle belongs to the Lord. Now that doesn't mean I just sit back and don't do any any fight. I don't know if you know this. You know, Pastor Timothy and I had not talked about other than he knew that I was going to teach on something about uh, strength for the for the warriors. But Sunday night, Sunday night, it, it was just like he was saying exactly what I was thinking and where I was headed in this. And that is, there are some times in the battle where you're just all in, foaming at the mouth. Get me at him, God. Then ah. there are other times you just go over here and say, I just need a break. I need just a little bit of a break right now. And that's where we were reminded the battle is the Lord's. The battle's the Lord's. Hey, okay, Lord, you got this. You deal with the devil. I'm going to go to sleep for a while. You deal with that spirit, Lord. I need a good night's rest. Hallelujah. I need a good night's rest. Praise God. Remember the battle is the Lord's number three. Let's go to um, Exodus 33:14. This is a reminder, a hope for the battle-weary veteran. Exodus uh, 33:14. The Lord said, My presence shall go with thee. I'll give you rest. In his presence, there's fullness of joy. At his right hand. How many know that there are sometimes you walked into the church with your feet dragging? <laughs> or your soul dragging? And one song sent you into his presence. Or one just a moment the, the, the choir may have sung. Or there may have been a word that was given. Or somebody in the congregation just reached out and touched you. And you felt the power of God come into your life. Amen. You know what? My presence go with you. He said, I'll give you rest. It is in his presence that we find rest. Let me remind you to get into his presence. Let me remind you to get into his presence. I always find it strange that people get tired and weary in their soul. And the first thing they do is miss church. That doesn't make sense to me because I have found out that sometimes that's all I have in his presence. In his presence. All right, let's go to Zechariah 4 and 6. This is another reminder for us. Zechariah 4 and 6. In the Lord, good to us, so wonderful. Praise God. I'm sorry for throwing these at you, Sister Hannah, right here at the last minute. Zechariah 4 and 6. Somebody say, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. It, should, it could very well, because it's understood, not by your might, not by your power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Amen. Somebody say, he's got this. He's got this. Deuteronomy 31 and 6. Deuteronomy 31 and 6. Praise God. 
Do you know you got some strength and some courage? The Lord said, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Amen. Be strong and courageous. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is that doeth, uh, that doeth go with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. You know, the enemy really wants us to be intimidated. I, I, I want to tell you, since uh, uh, last Sunday, a, a week ago, uh, I preached ter- two direct messages about spiritual warfare. The enemy has unleashed on my mind, unleashed bombshells to where I felt like you were dumb for preaching that. But I've come to realize is that my strength isn't in Tim Gill, is not in me as a man, but I'm going to be courageous in the Lord. He said, I'll go with you. It doesn't mean that everything just works out and everything's good. And I'm, I'm, no, I'm going to keep on pressing on because he's with me. Amen. And we'll not forsake. Be, be strong and courageous. That's a reminder. Um, let's look at, at Nehemiah chapter 8 and verse number 10. Nehemiah 8 and 10. Ooh, Lord, you're good to us. Thank you, Jesus. Nehemiah 8 and 10. All right, you know this very well. He said unto them, go your way, eat the fat and drink the sweet and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared for this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be ye sorry. Hallelujah. That'll preach right there. Neither be ye sorry for the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Hallelujah. That's another reminder for the battle-weary soldier. All right. Psalm chapter 46 and verse 1. Psalm 46 and verse 1. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. I know you know this one as well, but it's so good. God is our refuge and strength. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. God is my refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Got to remind ourselves about this. Exodus 14 and 14. Exodus 14 and 14. Mm, Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Exodus 14 and 14 says that the Lord shall fight for you and ye shall hold your peace. Again, there are some times it's all in, foaming at the mouth, go after it. Then there's sometimes you just back away and say, you got this, Lord. You got this, Lord. You got this, Lord. I remember uh, just a few days ago in I hope David doesn't mind me sharing this, but just a few days ago, uh, David hit a deer with his blue truck and uh, slid and the, just right over here by the conservation. And the roads were wet and slid and, and his tire fell off the side of the road and he plowed up a, a section of ground with his tire. It's just a blessing of the Lord. He didn't flip it. Uh, and when I got there, you know, his lights were shining up in the tree. 
And he, he was very upset, which should be, you know. And uh, I, looked at, I looked at him, and I tried to encourage him. And he was handling himself very, very, very well, but he was noticeably upset, as he, as he should be. Well, we went through the insurance process. I went to go get this, the, the items out of his truck. They totaled his truck, the insurance did, totaled his truck. So I was getting this stuff out of it, and one of the workers there at TNT came to me and says, you really don't know what a blessing it is that that boy had that accident. And they totaled his truck because he wasn't hurt. The only thing damaged was two fence posts. He said, when we jacked up his truck, the frame bent like that. He said, it was rusted through. He said, if he had been in a serious accident, that truck would not have held up. There are some times that God fights for us when we think he's not. But he's taking care of us and keeping us from other things. So, so you know, that deer, Holy Ghost sent. Say what you want to, but a dad that understands what could happen, amen, Holy Ghost sent. Lord, just come over here. I'll just move this over here. Believe what you want to. But I think that's where the Lord says, I'll fight for you. I'll fight for you. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God is our refuge tree. He said he'll fight for us. All right. Matthew eleven twenty eight. This is the last one here. Matthew eleven twenty eight. One that we need. Come unto me, Jesus said, all ye that labor and heavy laden, I'll give you rest. I'll give you rest. Lord, I just pray for this congregation and anyone watching tonight. Good night, sleep. Good night, sleep. You got whatever it is on the job I can't handle. You got whatever it is, Lord, that is on my life I can't handle. I'm going to just give it to you in the name of Jesus. Would you stand and just begin to thank the Lord for the strength? Maybe tonight you are not weary. Maybe tonight you are, are at that moment where you're, a, you're just all in and there's, there's no, no uh, uh, feelings of weariness, but you may be like some tonight that are dealing with this. Uh, amen. I may just tell you the strength of the Lord is supernatural. It comes upon us in a supernatural way. Hallelujah, Lord, you, God, are working in the, in, behind the scenes when I don't even know. God, you're fighting when I don't even know. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, today. Thank you for my mind, Lord Jesus, uh, to have strength. When the thoughts begin to come and captivate me, oh, God, I give to you the battle. Fight it in the name of the Lord. We're going to give you praise today. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 The name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous runneth in and are safe. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. When you feel like that you can't be that super faithful person or that one that's big for your family, big for your children, big for your grandchildren, big for your spouse, and you always got the right words to say, Oh God, underneath are the everlasting arms. Underneath are the everlasting arms. Lord, you got this. We're going to give you praise tonight. Hallelujah. Soldier, be encouraged. Have strength. How many of you remember Elijah? on Mount Carmel, was all that, trash-talking, telling everybody, I'm the last prophet. I'm here to tell you you need to get right with God and choose you this day. Whom are you going to serve? You remember that? The bravado coming out of his mouth. When too long after that, he was saying, I'm the last prophet. It's amazing how he said the exact same thing, but had a different spirit. Because he was scared, weak, weary. You know what the Lord did? The Lord sent an angel and said, I'm going to provide a meal for you. Rise and eat. We need to realize that when we're fatigued, that we need to be reminded and then refreshed and renewed in the Lord. Thank you for joining us today. We pray you have been encouraged. If you would like more information about Medora Pentecostal Church, you can check out our website at www.medorachurch.com. Saturday.